So Klal Hay in uh, in Hilchos Lashon Hara, the Chavos goes through a number of details, but really we can sum it up in just a few examples of areas. And he really says he almost apologizes to the reader. He says, "I'm going to go through with detail, step by step, specific examples." Uh, things that we sometimes make a mistake and don't realize and recognize our Lashon Hara. And I'm going to give a few examples that he talks about and maybe add a couple as well. Number one is, sometimes the things that we mention about other people, we, we, we think are like more, sub, I don't know, they're not necessarily something that reflects on the person and therefore to mention them about them maybe isn't really Lashon Hara. So for example, he says, sometimes someone wants to say about somebody else that they're not so smart. They're not so smart, they're not the most sophisticated, not the most intelligent person. He says, that's absolutely Lashon Hara. Someone's going to want to get into business with that person. Someone's interested in making a shidduch of that person's child. Someone's interested in having that person help them with a certain project. And you say about them, they're not so smart. Of course that's Lashon Hara. It's an objectively negative thing to say about somebody. Um, he points out also, what if you'd say about somebody that they're not so strong-willed? They're weak. They're a weak person, a person who's easily flustered. They can't handle pressure, etc. He said also, same thing. Maybe you want to get involved with that person for something and you say about them that they're, that they're that, you know, it's a person I heard that it gets flustered easily. It can't really handle the pressure. That's absolutely something that's lost and hard to say as well. Points out as well, what about talking about someone's merchandise? So you've heard about a certain store and their merchandise is not as good as a different store. So again, we've talked about this many times before. Toel, someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, I want to buy a car from X place. You know, uh, what do you know about that place? I want to buy a car there. I want to consider, I'm coming to you to ask you, Toelis, right? You know, to know if it's okay, what do you know about that place? So there you can say exactly what you know in order to help the person make an educated decision. That's permissible, right? But if you were just at a certain store and then you come home over Shabbos and hanging out with your friends, by the way, I was in that store, you never believe what a mess that place was. It's totally not put together. It's really terrible customer service. That's not the Toelis. You're just sitting and blasting uh, a, a restaurant, uh, you, know, a, 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 you know, whatever, a Judaic, whatever it is, whatever kind of store it is. And you're going to now talk about the, the bad service and the bad products, etc. That store is absolutely Lashon Hara because there's nothing that's going to come yet. You might, there might be a person who will now not go there and it'll save them from a, from a mistake, but there might be people who otherwise would have gone there would have been fine. And because you went around and told everybody and sat around with a bunch of friends and told them about your negative experience, you're going to impact the parnas of that store. Absolutely, it's absolutely forbidden. Um, and I'll tell you a couple other examples that I think are, we don't think about, or maybe we do, but sometimes we give ourselves heterim for when they really don't exist. Um, one of them is sometimes we think that you know, there, there are certain situations where there's so much pressure where we make mistakes sometimes and we, we make comments that we think, for some reason, we think it's permissible. So I'll give you an example, which is a horrible one, but it happens, it happens. Um, the high school admissions process is a, is, a, is a terrible one. We can talk about it for a long time, about the challenges of the high school admissions process. When I was, uh, I, I, have a, I have a child who's going to high school now. Um, we had a, a um, meeting, you know, the, all, the, all the parents, all the eighth grade parents with um, the principal about what the process for high school admissions is, was. The principal said to the parents, I need to warn you that you should never ever, if you're at an interview with any high school, never answer a question about any child other than your own. I thought to myself, what, what kind of, what, what, do they, what do they even mean when they say such a thing? 
And what's the point? The point is that sometimes people feel the need to not just answer questions or give information about their own child, but sometimes just give information about other people's children, which absolutely is forbidden. It's absolutely Lashon Hara. There's no shallow what it is. And the damage that is caused when people speak about someone else's child, even if we think, someone think, well, that kid is such a, they have done such terrible things, I need to tell the school. Slow your roll. Extraordinarily careful. I'm not saying there's never a time, but I would say 99.9% of the time. Be extraordinarily careful. Because we know stories all the time of kids who can't get into yeshiva, or kids who get a bad rap for something that they, people think they did and maybe they didn't do. And people go ahead and tell the head of a school, or tell a principal, or tell a teacher, or something about it, someone else's child, but it happens, unfortunately, because we think somehow that we're protecting other kids, I'm protecting my own child, we have to be extraordinarily careful in that case. That's, you know, if we have to be careful not to talk about someone else's merchandise, then Allah has to be careful not to talk about someone else's child. All of these cases are examples where, where these are things that we, and this is what he points out, and he says, we get caught up and we think sometimes, right? He said, if you would be on the other side, says the Chavetz Chaim, imagine you're the other person. And right? imagine you're the owner of the store. And you find out that someone said about your store X and Y and Z. Imagine if you're the person who they said about you that you're not so smart. They said you're not so, you're not so strong-willed. Or imagine you're the child. Imagine you're the child. And you find out that some parent said something about you to your principal, or to a future principal, and you can't get into that school. Imagine what it feels like to be that person on the other side. He says, you would imagine if you turn around for a second and pause and imagine that experience for the individual who's being impacted. He says, you would never open your mouth and make a comment like that. Never, ever. I think it's such an important thing. This is really what he talks about all of Klal Hay. And we covered all just in these few examples. But really, this is the key. We mentioned it many times before. Each time we think we're considering making a comment, let's pause for a second and just think for a second. Flip it around. If I was that person, and I found out that this comment was made about me, how would I feel? If we take that perspective, I think we'll be much more careful with the comments that we make.